level as Scott and my beautiful wife Sarah just said, we are so glad, so glad that you're here today. Well, as you entered the auditorium this morning, hopefully uh, you were given a, a little package. If you have that, grab it right now. Pull it out. Um, it is Tootsie Roll Sunday at Next Level Church. Now, I've already been approached. People are like, what's going on? What's up with the Tootsie Rolls? Um, what's the deal? Here's the deal. Basically, um, when you came in, you were given about 50 Tootsie Rolls. So I don't know how many's in your pack, um, but give or take a few. You, every one of us basically have about 50. 50. It was completely arbitrary as to who got a few more, who got a few less. But, but basically, everyone right now has been given 50 Tootsie Rolls. Now, here's the thing. There's a good chance that some of us have already started to consume them. I want you to know what? That's completely cool. That is completely okay. They are your Tootsie Rolls. Uh, they, uh, they belong to you. They were um, our gift to you. You've done nothing to earn them. We gave them to you. In fact, the church didn't even give them to you. My wife and I did. It's a gift. I'm, I'm saying the truth. A few Tootsie Roll lovers. That's great. Congratulations, I'm your new best friend. Um, we did, with the, with the help of a friend who loaned me some money. They're completely a gift. No strings attached. You got out of your car. You had zero Tootsie Rolls. You come into this room. You have about 50 Tootsie Rolls right now from my wife and I and um, a friend of mine. They're yours to do with whatever you want. Whatever you want to do with your 50 Tootsie Rolls. So you can sit there, consume them today, eat them, um, do whatever you want to do because they are yours. Now, of course, that obviously begs a question for all of us, which is why? Why in the world would Matt and Sarah and their friend um, give us 50 Tootsie Rolls? Well, I guess there are two options. Option number one, um, we really like Tootsie Rolls. Or option number two is that something greater is going on. Um, and see, here's the thing. I think that from time to time in our lives, it's important for us to pause, even if just for a few minutes, and, and simply ask the question, Why? Because what's true of the Tootsie Rolls this morning is also true of all of our lives, isn't it? Why have we been given so much? Why have you and I been given all that we've been given? The jobs we have. Um, cue the music. <laughs> Positions of influence. Some of us have influence over, over so many people. Um, power. Control some of us uh, who are in the financial industry. We literally have control and management over hundreds of millions of dollars that, that is not ours, but is our clients. I mean, why, why uh, financial prosperity? From time to time, I think we have to stop and ask the question, why? Have, have we ever stopped ourselves and said, why? Of course, I, I know what you're thinking. Some of you right now, are, you're pushing back and you're like, bro, listen. If you're going to start talking about, you know, how much I've been given and all that, listen, I, don't, I haven't given, been given squat compared to this one guy I know. You should meet my neighbor down the street. Holy moly. That guy, now they've been given a lot. But did you realize that we live in one of the most prosperous countries in America? And we live in one of the most prosperous regions of one of the most prosperous countries of America. Do you realize the poorest person in here 
is richer than the vast majority of the whole world. Do you realize that just our access to clean water on a daily basis puts us in an elitist category of all of the other 6.2 billion people on the planet? See, if we ever stop to ask, why? Why have we been given so much. Why have we been given so many? So it's your holes. Is it, is it just for us? Is it just because of us? See, I think when we stop and ask the question, why have we been given so many Tootsie Rolls? There are really only two options. Option number one is that God loves us more than he loves other people on the planet which I think is completely untrue and absolutely ludicrous to say. Or when we stop and ask the question as, as Americans, why have we been given so many Tootsie Rolls? Option number two is that just as we said a few minutes ago as to why Sarah and I would give all of you 50 Tootsie Rolls this morning, maybe something greater is going on. When we stop, we begin to examine our life and ask the question, why? Why have we been given all that we've been given? We have to entertain the idea that something greater is going on. Now, the world has a perspective. The world has some logic as to why we've been given all that we've been given. The world's got some thoughts, and they make their thoughts known as to why we've been given all that we've been given every 30 seconds on commercials. The world has all kinds of thoughts as to why you and I as Americans have been given all that we've been given. But did you realize that when we begin to study this book that God says he actually has some thoughts as to why you and I have been given everything that we've been given? And that's what we're going to be talking about today. As we conclude part five of our Matchbox series, we've been talking about for the last four weeks when powerful elements collide. And the powerful element I want us to talk about today, because we've been saying continuously that when powerful elements collide, something supernatural happens. And so this morning as we conclude this series, I want us to begin to examine the supernatural thing that begins to happen when God and money collide. So let's go back to our question. Why? Why have you and I been given so much? Well, the world's got a perspective and God's got a perspective. First of all, the world says it's for competition's sake. Right? I mean, the minute some of us walked in today and saw that we were getting bags of Tootsie Rolls, some of us immediately started thinking to ourselves, how many did you get? Right? I guarantee there are some of us. You counted up. You're like, I only got 43. You punk, you shorted me. I'll get you. I mean, some of, we turned it into a competition. We're looking down our row. We're like, how many did you get? And some of us, we started thinking this. If we all combine, I bet you, like our row, we could have more Tootsie Rolls in the whole place. Like we instantly turned it into a competition, right? And see, the world does that with our money. They say that, you know what? When it comes to the things that you've been given in your life, the Tootsie Rolls that you have, whoever gets the most, the fastest wins. And they've turned it into a competition. But here's the thing. God says it's not a competition. God says it's a trust. 
He says in so many words when we study the Bible that, that while all that we've been given, that which we've been given is a trust. It's not a competition. It's not about whoever can get the most money the fastest wins. Jesus says it's a trust. In fact, he was teaching in Matthew chapter 12, verse 48. And, and while he's teaching on this very subject of money and, and, and management and stewardship, he makes a statement that I think is huge for us when we start to examine and back ourselves out of this question of why have we all been given so much. Look at what he says in verse 48. From everyone who's been given much, a lot of Tootsie Rolls, much will be demanded. And from the one who's been, here's the word, entrusted with much much more will be asked see the world wants us to think that all this money all this stuff all these tootsie rolls if you will that we've been given it's about a competition and then if we can acquire as many as we can and go crazy about it and it gets it, i gotta be i gotta be richer than them and i gotta do it faster than my parents ever did it but jesus says no listen by me putting all this in your hands i've entrusted you with it And for whatever reason, the vast majority, every single one of us listening to me today can see that in your life, you and I, we've been blessed. And more than blessed, we've been entrusted. Some of us have been given 50 Tootsie Rolls. Some of us have been given like 50,000 Tootsie Rolls. Others of us have been given like 5 million Tootsie Rolls. But the point is we were all given them. When you got out of your car today, you had zero Tootsie Rolls. I had 25,000. You didn't do anything to earn them. You didn't do anything to, to merit me giving you Tootsie Rolls. And see, just like these Tootsie Rolls today, everything we've been given in our life is is a gift from God. Our talents, our intellect, our ability to make money, our ability to work and earn an income, our our, our ability to, to have this stuff, this resource stuff at our fingertips. It's all been given to us. Here's a question for us. What did we do to earn our intellect, our personality, and our ideas? If we're being honest with ourselves, we have to come to a place where we realize all that we have been given is a gift and a trust from our Creator. See, here's a second thought. The world says that our money, our Tootsie Rolls, are our our security. Don't they? Some of us, the minute we walked in and were given a a bag of 50 Tootsie Rolls, you know what your thought was? I bet you they're not going to be handing out Tootsie Rolls next Sunday. I better make sure I hang on to these. They've never done this before. Quick! And you know, and you're like, what, what's up? Any extra? Oh, you don't like Tootsie Rolls? Come here. Some of us, right? We're thinking, I gotta diversify my Tootsie Rolls. We're thinking, I don't know how long these are gonna last, but I gotta make them last. And so we're like, well, I can put a few in my glove box in my car. I can put a few in my nightstand by my bed. I can put a few in my office or my desk drawer. And some of us, we're thinking, diversify, diversify, diversify. Why? Because the world says money is our security. Tootsie Rolls won't last forever. Are you prepared? But see, here's what God says. God says that our Tootsie Rolls, unlike the world's perspective of them being security, God says that our Tootsie Rolls are temporary. 
just like these candies will eventually get hard and stale, God has this perspective and He says, listen, all your stuff, all your, all your money that you've been entrusted with, it's temporary. Jesus again is teaching in Matthew chapter 6 and look at what He says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and, and rust can destroy them, but or where thieves can break in and steal. Jesus says that the stuff of earth won't last forever. In other words, there's no guarantee, is there, that what we have today will have tomorrow. Just ask anybody who got in the real estate market down here. Tootsie rolls don't last forever. Ask anyone who got in on the tech boom at the turn of the millennium in the stock market. And they can testify that, you know what, Tootsie Rolls don't last forever, that they're temporary. Look at corporate America. Whether we like it or not, the reality is, with corporate scandals today... If we're being honest with ourselves, we have to come to a place where we eventually realize that our stuff, our money, our Tootsie Rolls won't last forever. The world says, no, 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 yes, they will. That's your security. God says they're temporary. Here's the third one. The world says that our money is, our dis uh, is disposable. Some of us, the minute we came in and we saw Tootsie Rolls, we're like, yeah. Got me some Tootsie Rolls. I can do whatever I want. You like that? You like that? My wife's sitting down the road because we invited new people. She's on that end. I'm on this end. She can't say a word. I'm going to consume as many as I can before we get out of church. She busts me. Some of us were like, man, there's that one annoying guy who always sits up front. Now's your chance. Right? Some of us are like, you know, I'm not really into Tootsie Rolls, and you're thinking I'll probably just leave and just, you know, put them in the trash on my way out. Because, see, they're, they're ours, right? Our perspective is, who cares? It's been given to me. And see, that's what the world says. The world says, listen, it's your money. You've earned it. You can do with it whatever you want. It's disposable. But God says that our Tootsie Rolls are a responsibility. What He's given to us is, is actually not just disposable, but it's a responsibility. He says, I've, you've been, I've entrusted you with this stuff. It's temporary. And you're responsible with what you do with it. Jesus again is teaching uh, in Luke chapter 16, and He's telling a story to His disciples. And look what He says. Jesus told His disciples, there was a rich man whose manager was accused of wasting his possessions. So this rich man apparently had a money manager, had someone that had been entrusted with the care of his money, his stuff. And, and look what He says. So He called him in and He asked him, what is this I hear about you? Look at these words. Give an account of your management. Because you cannot be manager any longer. In other words, Jesus makes it so clear that mismanagement of our Tootsie Rolls is not okay. See, the world wants us to believe that it's ours to blow and waste however we want. But what if it's not? Can I get real personal with you for a minute? Um, 
Last year I went to a conference and um, I heard these guys talk about the fact that, that people in the nation of Rwanda in Africa are dying by the, the hundreds and the thousands because they don't have access to clean water. And when I heard this, I was at the conference with Mike, our associate pastor, and, and I just I turned to Mike and I just my heart was gripped by that. The reality to think that because people simply don't have water. They will die. Thousands of people will die today because they don't have this. Can, can I be honest with you? From that moment on, there has not been a day where I have not stood over my sink as I brushed my teeth and watched the running water go down the drain and thought somebody's going to die today. We're out at the beach. We walked up to an ice cream stand and my kids were eating ice cream and we were sitting there and they had those, those big tubs, you know, with the drinks, the sodas in it. And of course they come out and they pour ice on top. And so this worker comes out and he pours this big bucket of ice on. Of course all of the, mel- the ice that has melted is water now. And when he poured on the new ice, this melting water just came over the edge and started running down the sidewalk. And I sat there eating ice cream with my kids, looking at that thinking, we will walk on fresh, clean water and today someone will die? Two years ago, I was in the Dominican Republic and we had a chance to, to travel with a medical doctor up to a village of Haitian people that were in the Dominican Republic. And all afternoon long, we sat and we prayed for person after person, mother after mother, child after child, baby after baby. And they would come in and we'd pray for them and then they'd go and see the doctor. And at the end of the day, I was able to ask the medical doctor we were with, what was it that we were treating primarily today? And he said the number one thing we were treating was like stomach virus parasites or something like that. And he looked right at me and he said, Matt, the reason these people have that, the, the, the reason they're so sick, and many of them will die is because they simply don't have access to fresh water. They drink contaminated water. All of this is completely preventable. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't think that I waste so much of this. And can I be honest with you? <laughs> this, this awareness about this water thing has, has caused me to ask question why why would God see fit to give us so many footsie rolls and yet we can fly on an airplane two hours and be in the DR and people don't have water why why have we you guys why have we been given so much why have we been entrusted with so much and yet so many in the world have so little so few tootsie rolls why well there's only two options either god is not just and he loves us more which is ridiculous or God is just, and he has a plan. If we choose option one, then think of what that says of our God. All this is for me, it's been given to me, for me, it's mine. Versus, I've been entrusted with this, it's temporary, and I'm responsible. 
So what's God's plan? If, if we take option two, which is that God is just and that he has a plan involved in all of this, that we have so many Tootsie Rolls and so many other people on the earth don't have that many Tootsie Rolls, then, then what's the plan? What is it that God wants us to do? And that's what I want us to talk about for just a couple of minutes because I think that when we study the Bible, we realize very, very quickly that God indeed does have a plan. That this apparent inequity in our culture is not just by accident, but it's actually on purpose. So here's the second question. What does God want us to do with all that we've been entrusted with, with our Tootsie Rolls? Well, first of all, let me say this. Uh, Number one, I think God wants us to put first things first. God wants us to put first things first. Let me see if I can illustrate this. Let's say my wife and I go out on a date and... um, we leave the kids with the sitter, my seven-year-old, my four-year-old boy, and, and when we come home from our date later in the afternoon, um, we walk in the front door and we realize that my two boys are working in the kitchen. We come around the corner and we see that they're there in the kitchen and, and they're scrubbing out the refrigerator. And my little one, he's on the bottom, and my seven-year-old, he's on the top, and they're just working like the dickens. I mean, they're just cleaning it out. My wife and I would be like that. I knew you were real. <clears throat> so we're like, wow, boys, this is amazing. This is above and beyond. You're trying to show mommy and daddy how much you love us. And by doing this, and this, is, this makes us so proud. We're so happy. We're so thankful for you cleaning out the refrigerator. That's not your responsibility, but you boys just went above and beyond. And that's, boy, that's just awesome. Thank you. And then we'd be like tipping the babysitter big time. And we're just, yeah, wow. So then we go up the stairs and we look in their bedroom and we realize that their bedroom is just trashed. How would we feel? Well, we're thankful that they're cleaning out the refrigerator, but their primary responsibility is the bedroom. And so we'd be looking at this whole deal going, wait, it's, yeah, it's great that you want to you know, clean out the fridge, but if you really want to show me that you love me, then just take care of what I've told you to take care of first. Make, make sure that that which you're truly responsible for first, which is for the boys, their bedroom, make sure that's clean first. And see, here's what I think. I think that it's possible for us to love the above and beyond stuff. When we think of giving, we love giving to, to the freshwater wells. Matter of fact, let's be honest. After that story that I told, there's a good chance that we could take up an offering that would be several thousand dollars for freshwater wells today. Because, see, we love that. We love the refrigerator stuff. But when we study God's Word, He actually tells us that there's a first thing, the first big ask. Look at this, Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. Look what it says. Malachi 3.10 says, Bring the whole tithe, or the word tithe means one-tenth. One out of ten. Bring the first, the whole tithe, ten percent, one out of ten, of everything you've been given into the storehouse, he says. That there may be food in my house. In other words, bring in one-tenth, ten percent, of, of all that I've given to you, of the, the, the first five Tootsie Rolls. Bring those into the local branch or the local church of what I'm doing on the earth today. And he says, so that there'll be food in my house. In other words, so that I can take care of all of these needs. Test me, he says in this, and see if I won't open up the windows of heaven and pour out 
so much blessing that there won't be room enough to contain it. God says, listen, my primary plan on the earth today is the local church. And my desire is, with all of the Tootsie Rolls that you've been given, is that you would take the first 10%, the first five, and bring them back to me. Remember, when we got out of our car, we had zero. Now we have 50. Would it be too much for me and my wife to ask you to simply just bring us five back? See, God says, you got to put first things first. It's great that you want to clean out the refrigerator. It's great that you want to give the water wells. It's great the backpack thing. Even the warehouse, for crying out loud. It's great that you're all, but you want to be a part of all of that stuff. But God's primary plan is if we'll simply put Him first with the first 10% of our finances, with all that God gives to us, He'll take care of the need. That's God's primary plan. And let me throw this in, by the way. I understand that inside of this body, our local church, so many of us understand finances. We understand investments. We understand return on investment. And I want you to know something. As the leader of this church, I realize that there are a ton of opportunities for every single one of us to invest our giving. That we're not just giving to a local church. We're investing And I want you to know that when it comes to return on investment, I am so excited and so confident that when we invest into this local church, we are making an impact around the world. Just in the last three months of last year, we dug three wells in Rwanda. Over the last 12 months, we've been able to impact missions across Latin America. We've been a part of of missions in India and Sri Lanka. We're a part of of so much that God's doing. We've given away backpacks. We've, We've met the needs because so many of us have decided to take our investment dollars spiritually and invest them into this local church. And I want you to know, when it comes to return on investment, I challenge you to find a better place to invest your ministry dollars, if you will. I believe we've been a part of planting churches. We planted a dozen churches with the the ark in the last year. That this is good soil. And when it comes to investing our Tootsie Rolls, I want you to know that it matters to us. And we take that responsibility very, very seriously. So, God says, I I want you to put first things first. A a second thought that um, uh, when it comes to answering this question of what are we supposed to do with all of this? Okay, we've been entrusted with all these tootsie rolls. God, what do you want us to do? Number two is God wants us to start seeing ourselves differently. I think that when we begin to study the Word of God, the Bible, we realize that God wants us to begin to see ourselves differently. Let me see if I can illustrate this. Let's say you and I leave here and we go to lunch together today. And we sit down in a restaurant and there's waiters and waitresses running around. And all of a sudden we notice that our waitress, every time she goes back into the kitchen, the cook hands her a plate of food, she eats it. Well, it doesn't matter the first couple of times because it's not our table that she's trying to serve. But we sit there for about 15 or 20 minutes and we notice that every time the waitress goes back to the kitchen, the cook hands her a plate of food and she's like, just shoving it in. Okay, we'd be sitting at this restaurant, a couple of things here, right? Number one, we'd be disgusted. 
Number two, she's going to get sick. And number three, she's going to get fired. Right? Why? Because she doesn't understand what she's supposed to be doing. She thinks that she's supposed to be consuming all the food the cook gives her, when in reality, her purpose in that restaurant is not to consume it, it's to distribute it. And is it possible that some of us feel sick financially? Because every time God hands us a plate of food, we consume it. And so here we are. Is it possible that the world looks on and goes, you Americans are disgusting? Because you not only consume all that God's given you, but with Visa and MasterCard's help, you can consume your whole bag and go get more bags. And we keep going to the cook, going, give me more food, give me more food. And we're like, why won't the cook give me any more food? Because you don't understand your role. The cook doesn't give the waitress the food to consume it. He gives it to the waitress so she can distribute it. See, what does God want us to do with all that we've been entrusted with? I think He wants us to start seeing ourselves differently. That we no longer see ourselves as just consumers. The waitress has to eat. Absolutely. But her primary responsibility in that restaurant is to be a distributor. And could it be that that is our primary responsibility on this earth? To not just eat as many Tootsie Rolls as we can? It smells so good. <laughs> Number three, what are we supposed to do about this? God wants us to see our money differently. I think, first of all, we've got to put first things first. Secondly, we've got to start seeing ourselves differently, not just consumers, but distributors. And then third, I think God wants us to start seeing Money, Tootsie Rolls, differently. See, here's how most of us, let me see if I can illustrate this. This is how most of us view our, our money, what God's entrusted us with, what we've been given. We kind of have like the me jar and the God jar. So there's, there's two jars, me jar, God jar, me jar, God jar, me jar, God jar, jar jar pinks, me jar, God jar. <laughs> and here's what we think. This is kind of our perspective. We think that as long as every so often I take some out of the me jar and I put it in the God jar, everybody's happy. God's happy, I'm happy, everybody's happy, and I just take a few out of the me jar every so often and just kind of throw them in the God. Well, every once in a while, it's like, what's up, God? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing, nothing, what are you doing? Is it possible that there's only one jar? Is it possible that God might want us to start viewing all that we've been entrusted with differently? And that the reality is there's no longer just two jars. There's only one. That it all belongs to God. Is it possible that that's what God wants? for us to, yes, put first things first and, and yes, begin to view ourselves not just as a consumer primarily, but as a distributor of His resources. But I think it's possible that God wants us to change our very perspective on money. That we no longer think of it as me and God, me and God, me and God, me and God. 
we just think, me and God. 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 My wife and I were privileged enough to be raised with this perspective. That's why six years ago we resigned our position and moved to Southwest Florida with $9,000 and no job and no church and no guarantee of anything because we recognize it's all just God's. He'll, He'll take care of us. I can't tell you the peace that comes when we begin to understand that I don't have to be the one to provide the Tootsie Rolls in my jar anymore. It's God's jar. He provides. He's our God. He's the one who's in control our Tootsie Rolls. So what do we need to do from here? Three thoughts. These are, this is the action steps. What do we need to do? Number one, we need to start to give God the first 10% of our Tootsie Rolls. It's a step of faith, but guess what? That's how we clean our room. God says, if you want to honor me, Bring the tithe into the storehouse that there might be food in my house. Test me, he says. It's a test. And some of us, we need to cross that line in our heart today. It's like skydiving, but it's it's the scariest thing, I'm sure, standing at the edge of a plane. But you talk to anyone who's ever skydived and they'll tell you. It's one of the most exhilarating things you'll ever do. But those of us who've never done it don't know. And see, for some of us, this is going to be a huge step of faith to say, okay, God, you've given me all of my Tootsie Rolls. I'm going to give you the first 10% back. Number two, what do we need to do? We need to stop consuming what God wants us to be distributing. Are we trying to consume all of the food that the cook gives us? Who's in your section that you need to start delivering a plate of food to? Where's the excess around our life that we can get rid of, that we can cut, that we can use creatively? Some of us, God's given us really cool vehicles. Could you bring someone to church in that? Could you pick up some kids down the street, a family down the street who needs a ride? Some of us have been given a great house. Could you host a connection group? How can you use what we've been consuming to start using it in this distribution of the Tootsie Rolls? What do we need to get rid of? What, where's the fat? Where's the excess in our budget where we could just cut that out and say, you know what? No. You know why? Because people are going to die because they don't have water. And I've been entrusted with so much. God says, listen, if you'll do this, I promise I'll take care of you. I promise I'll keep the jar full. Number three, what do we need to do? We need to get rid of the me jar. We've got to change our perspective on our money. We've got to stop thinking that there are two jars, and we've got to see it as just one jar. We got to get rid of this. We got to trash the me jar. Say, okay, God. It's all yours. You've given it to me. I'll be faithful. All of me. For all of you. For all time. Let's stand together.
Will you take a hold of those Tootsie Rolls this morning that you were given? If you have any left. By the way, don't put five Tootsie Rolls in an offering envelope. Here you go, brother. If you want to do something with your Tootsie Rolls, here's what I recommend. Put those Tootsie Rolls somewhere where you write your bills or where you pay your bills online, which, by the way, Next Level Church, you can give online. And, and every week when you sit down to pay your bills, I hope that you'll take out those Tootsie Rolls and you'll just remember as you're paying your bills, it's all God's. It's a given as a trust. It's temporary. And I'm responsible for what I do with it. And I hope that if you, when you put God first and you write that check or you give online, and you say, okay, God, I'm giving in faith. Eat a Tootsie Roll. And for the next year, you'll be reminded that it's all God's. It starts with Him. It ends with Him. And we're just responsible. Let's pray. Jesus, thanks for Tootsie Rolls. Jesus, thank you that you have entrusted us with all that we have. Father, I pray that this word would be a revelation, a light bulb moment for so many of us. That God, you would absolutely turn our perspective of our stuff inside out. That we would step across the line, that we would take that step of faith, we'd put you first, we'd start viewing ourselves first differently and we'd start viewing our money differently god i pray that you would turn light bulbs on right now in people's hearts i pray that husbands and wives would have some amazing conversations this afternoon i pray for courage for every one of us listening today give us courage god you've entrusted us with it Help us to give it back to you. May we never look at Tootsie Rolls the same again. And may we never look at our money the same as well. In your name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. 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 You're dismissed. Have a great week.